Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 505, November 23rd, 2020, one day after the uh, anniversary of JFK's assassination. It was 55 degrees on this day in 1905 and six below in 1898. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. I'm a little downcast. Why is that? Uh, my hopes and dreams for American culture took another hit today. Oh, no. Political? Mm. Politics? Mm, uh, artistically. Vikings loss? Ooh. No. Damn. Boy, that guy just isn't good when you need him to be, is he? You know, he played great for <clears throat> 55 minutes. And then when you yep. needed him at the end, he just, or 57 right. That's minutes. That's the difference between a finisher, a Favre, right. a Rogers. A Tarkenton. I got a note from Bill Miller. Congratulations on podcast 500 plus. Hope you remember the cancel culture attempt at voiding the song Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, do we ever. Uh, I submit for your comment my utter confusion on our current state of affairs. And he referred me to last night, uh, last night's American <clears throat> Music Awards. Is that what they are? AMA, yes. American yes. Music Awards? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God help me, I, I was unaware of the American Music Awards uh, being on last night. I'm unaware of anything if Patrick Mahomes is playing. So I didn't see any of the American Music Awards. I'm, even if I had nothing else to do, it's very unlikely I would have watched them. But Bill Miller says, check out uh, uh, Cardi B, that's mm-hmm. a female, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and someone <laughs> named Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Okay. Jesus Christ. You're praying. Uh, you're praying. I'm praying. You're praying. <laughs> and, and this Cardi B and this horsewoman, they... Stallion. 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 B. They, they were nominated for Collaboration of the Year for a song called WAP. And Cardi B was nominated Best Female Artist, Rap. And the song WAP won Favorite Song... In the rap and hip hop genre. Oh well, they're to be congratulated wow. for achievement. What, what, That's... what is uh, WAP? What does that mean? I don't know. Well, I do know now. I didn't know, <laughs> but I'm not going to say what it means. Why? Because I I have some taste. I have some taste. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Uh, not only is uh, Miller right in his email that these precious young fools in the failed academy and in the salon. They think nothing of going after a completely innocent song like Baby It's Cold Outside, yet I never hear any criticism of a song like this, which is profoundly, profoundly disgusting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I went and looked up the lyrics, yep. and I could not. Why am I still shocked? Why I am I still know. shocked? I, I, I immediately, uh, uh, the metal kid I used to have happened to be here this morning, 
And I pointed this out to her because her eight-year-old and her four-year-old know every damn song on the radio. And I said, they cannot listen to Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Right. And she said, they don't. We don't. We're, she watches that. And then I showed her this, and she went, oh, my God. <laughs> I can't read one line of it on the air. And I, I hate to give it this kind of attention because... Couple lines you can read. Any bring a bucket and a mop. Any articles, or prepositions. Uh, Kenny, bring I don't a bucket want a, and a mop. I, I don't want any of it, Kenny. I don't macaroni want macaroni in a pot. Yeah, uh, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. And and it's just uh, it's so debased and so profoundly demeaning of of women. And I thought, well, you know, I'm probably missing something here. I'm just a privileged old white guy. Maybe this is some sort of cry for cultural help, or maybe I'm I'm misinterpreting what all of this gibberish means. And I search and search and search, and no, it just means what it is. It's just a foul, foul, foul song, and it wins favorite song of the year. This is where we are. This is unbelievably disturbing. I can't I can't get over it. And again, I hesitate to point this out because now many people will even give it more looks and, and whatnot, although you won't last long if you're a GLer. Only Kenny, I know, is the only GLer who, who finds it up his alley. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't find it up my alley. I find it amusing, and I find it uh, a gratuitous money grab, which what it, that's what it is, and I think you talking about it is only going to make it more popular, and they'll make more money. And so on and so but forth. But the shame of it is, is that's the depth to which we have sunk as a society. That's, I guess, what the issue I, I find myself. Yesterday, I was watching the Vikings game, obviously, and I had my eight-year-old with me. And have you guys noticed, especially uh, sports is really one of the only things I watch live anymore. Everything else is pre-recorded. Well, I guess except for the news. But have you guys noticed some of the ads that run during the day during football? No. Some of the like the Fox shows about murder and things. That, this is three o'clock in the afternoon, and they're showing a guy's head getting chopped off. Mm-hmm. What what are we doing here? Yeah, it's the desensitization. It's perfectly we're, we're, stated. Yes, but uh, let's let's look at this song. Uh, break it down. I am. I'm going to break it down. Oh, careful. We are constantly lectured, meaning Americans, most principally, for example, white Americans to respect and honor black lives, for example, which we all do by just being the course of our nature. Right. And here are two black female artists who are absolutely debasing themselves in such profound ways that they can't possibly be serious to tell me that black lives matter. When they when this song is, is quite literally a portrait of black lives that do not matter. And devaluing their own existence. It's the hypocrisy is so overwhelming. I don't know how to deal with it because whoever these two women are, uh, I I will never again, like I told the kid, never allow them to be played in front of your daughters. Who listens to this? Who can listen to this and think this is entertainment? Again, I or, or or walking down the street singing your favorite song. You know, you might be singing. 
you know, fly me to the moon. I mean, is somebody walking down the street singing this on the sidewalk? Bring a bucket and a mop. Yeah. What's up, G? It's just pathetic. It's just so disheartening. I just, I just can't get over it. We got another uh, governor caught in the restaurant. All right. What? Go ahead, Kenny. I'll, I'll continue on this for a while, but well, I've made my I, point. I, I'm just wondering if this is any different than all the complaints that we've been hearing from parents since Elvis shook his ass on the Ed Sullivan show. It, it kind of reminds me of the same thing, only it's it's here and now in 2020 instead of, you know, 19, whenever that was, 57, 58. I don't, I don't know the exact year. And then all the complaints we've heard about songs, both from males and females throughout the years since then. My ding-a-ling, my ding-a-ling, won't you play with my ding-a-ling. You know, you know. But this song, uh, this, this so-called song, uh, there's nothing analogous in... Uh, first of all, you just made a great point. Okay. <laughs> that we just have for your argument. <laughs> for your no, argument, no, I'm no, sure. For, for the argument at large. Uh, by the way, I think Elvis was 1956, and I remember begging my mother to let me watch that, and I was allowed to. I, I don't know. Very early on, I just liked rock and roll. And the point is that, yes, parents did raise a fuss about the likes of Elvis. For God's sakes, parents raised a fuss about the Beatles. Hmm. Here's the yeah. difference. Who's raising a fuss about this? Me. What? Nobody. Who's raising a fuss about this filth? The, the religious right, basically. I haven't heard a peep. No, they've, oh, been, they've it, been on it, it for it, a while, it, Joe. No, they've been on it since the day it came out, and that's basically the reason why I found out about it was because of all the complaints. Well, you know, and that, I'm going back to my own childhood when I remember a relative saying that Kiss, the band Kiss, that stands for Kings in Satan's Service. Wow. And when my mom heard Highway to Hell by ACDC, she was very, very upset with me. You know, and, and you could go on and on with comparisons. I think this is just the 2020 version of that, isn't it? But you keep you keep proving my point at what's changed. I, I know. At what's I know. changed. Where's the mother today to, to uh, capturing her child, listening to that, and then laying down the law to that child? It's, a, it's to my knowledge, it's not happening. Hmm. Where I, is I the parental? I don't know. Where's the outcry? The outcry is there. Yeah, I, I, I just think that you're from me. No, no, no. There, there <laughs> no, is. No, you're, you're not the only one. Child. I hope I, not. That, like, like I said, the only reason I found out about it was because of the instant outcry on the day that this uh, song came out. The outcry should not be left to to originate with whatever the religious right is. Excuse me, I have to cough. <coughs> Perfect, y'all. You hit the mute button kind of perfectly. Dry. Boy. It's dry. The, the outcry should not be left to only the so-called religious right. The outcry should be to any rational, caring human being in the world. And, and, and particularly, when these are the same kinds of artists, so-called artists, who, five will get you ten, will be only too happy to lecture me about Black Lives Mattering, for example. Well, then how do you explain this song? Do you think when she was writing this, she was... She didn't write is- it. She didn't write it. I looked up who wrote it. It's about four guys, none of whom I've ever heard of before. 
do you think that they were thinking this is the most brilliant, creative hip-hop song in the history of hip-hop? Or do you think nope. they were thinking this song is going to cause so much controversy that it's going to end up selling so much we're gonna that we're all going to... Yep. Yeah, we're going to make money by the wheelbarrow load by the minute. Either See, I'm answer... So, I'm Either so answer is destructive. <laughs> right. right. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I'm so cynical that I, I, I thought this was penned for the sole purpose to cause a controversy and to sell units and to make big-time money, and that and that alone. That's, that's my cynical view on it. Well, I texted you guys about two weeks ago. We were talking about numbers that various podcasts get. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, yeah. I said, uh, I have to start being profane. Yeah, yeah. I have to start being uh, foul. I have right. to start being uh, crude. Right. Uh, well, and I'm not going to, obviously, but isn't that a, isn't that a dreadful thing to observe about so-called artistry in America, that now the fouler you yeah. are, the wealthier you yeah. become. Yeah. And the podcast in question that you were talking about, I think, uh, I, I, I kind of have a hard time listening and watching that podcast. And I think it would be vastly improved if he stopped swearing. Mm -hmm. You know, let the guest swear if the guest has to swear. But as for the host, I, I think it would be a better podcast without the swearing. It's I all think gratuitous. That, yeah. And I think you're better. Um, for following broadcast standards because it makes us use our brain. We have to come up with something else other than the F word or, you know, other vile words. And that makes the job fun and interesting. Now, when we record videos off the air, that's yeah, what Off we the want. air, yeah, of course, yeah. we're crass and foul and <laughs> awful human beings. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that's not for public consumption. Well, the F word's all through this song. Yeah, oh, the, that's yeah. the, yeah. yeah. That, that could have been the title. God <laughs> almighty. <laughs> I, as, I, as far, Chris, you like hip-hop, don't you? Oh, yeah. As far as hip-hop goes, I mean, it, it, just the, the rhythm and the beats and everything, I don't think it's that great. It's not that good. No. It's I mean, there's dreadful. so many. There's so many. I mean, just eliminate the lyrics altogether. There's so many other really, really... He, good kick-ass hip-hop songs that blow this thing away here's what's funny uh i've mentioned this a time or two but you know i, I bartended at a nightclub for a couple of years and it was great it was fun uh, great people that i worked with for a couple of years but every piece of music that was played there was horrendous and it was funny <laughs> because you knew exactly what time of the night it was based on what song was playing you know, you knew it's oh, it's midnight because here's, you know, Cardi B or whatever, because it was the same but, pattern and they all sound know, the same. Chris, you can use that analogy for any genre of music. True. You true. know, they, they say the same thing about AOR music, you know, uh, uh, like KQ music. You yeah. Know, and country and new country, you know, so that that's an interchangeable uh, analogy. Mm -hmm. I'm well, a little I, bit country. I, 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 I'd go this far. I'd go this far. This isn't music. No, it's not. <laughs> I've told my kids, and I've fought with them, and I, I don't know whether they listen to this music. I know they know who Cardi B is. I know that. But I said, this is not music that will stand the test of time. They will not be singing this music 30 years from now. 
Uh, like like a true heartfelt right. song is. But yeah, but why did Baby It's Cold Outside, Rook, stand the test of time, only to be undone by the cancel culture? Where's the cancel culture when you need it, when it comes to something like this? Mm-hmm. I would agree. I, I don't know. And Auto the problem is, the, the way that music is made today, they're not looking at long term. They're looking at, it's the Instagram generation that they're trying to, to, to attract. It's how many downloads can we get? How many views on YouTube can we get? How profane can we make it? Because as Kenny said, controversy sells in 2020. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't made <laughs> for these times. I uh, can't play that, so you're going to get this one instead. <laughs> <laughs> right along the line. <laughs> we got another governor out caught in the restaurant after telling the residents of his state to stay home. Is this our buddy Who Gavin? No. Oh, this is uh, Phil Murphy, the Democratic governor of New Jersey. Ah. Uh, there's a video out of him, and uh, there were six people at his table, including him, uh, none of them wearing masks. And he was confronted by uh, people with cell phones who. Uh, were uh, profane to him and calling him a hypocrite and everything else. And the only thing I could think of was, yeah, but he was in a restaurant that obviously was open, and there were other people there. So I guess I, I guess I'm a, a little puzzled as to what his exact hypocrisy would be. He, he, he told the residents just like Walls has. Of course, Walls has closed the restaurants so in New Jersey. Apparently, they're still open. But this Murphy guy said, watch your Thanksgiving gatherings. Well, here he is with presumably his family at a restaurant that clearly was open. It wasn't, it wasn't that he right. had the place to himself, including, oh. including the diners who filmed him and gave him a lot of grief. Well, they obviously were there. Because I thought you were going to bring up, because right. I thought Gavin Newsom did the same thing over the weekend. Uh, he's now quarantined himself and his family. Yeah. About a what a week ago or two weeks ago, find it here. he said everybody stay home and have your Thanksgiving outside. Then he went to a very exclusive restaurant called the French Laundry, which is a ridiculous name, and had a. <laughs> had Would a, you eat at a place meal. that had laundry no, in it? No, no, no. Yeah, you bring in your shirts and get your uh, slacks pressed. The French Laundry mat. God Almighty! Uh, and uh, the other thing that's puzzling me. Uh, not that I would personally stop anybody. Rook, did you work today? Yes. How uh, is the airport packed? The airport is not packed. It's not capacity, but there are. I think we had what fourteen flights today. They busy weren't all though. Full, but it's busy. Yes, yes, it's busy. Shaycab was saying on Twitter that there's been a ton of cancellations, and uh, because of that, I kept my eye on Highway Five leading into the airport, and uh, she was not even a quarter full. You know, I'm glad you're normally oh, during this week. It's it's parked yes, back yeah. out to Highway Five. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say, I've changed my stance on, on walls just slightly, by the way, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh. I made a trip up near Kenny's neck of the woods to my brother-in-law's house. I had to drop something off for him and head back home. And uh, let's just say uh, outstate Minnesota isn't buying into the old masks and social distancing. No. And, uh, you can identify no. everybody that you saw in their I, face? I'm no, not kidding. Not I stopped for I'm not going to name the place or the town I was in, but I stopped for gas at a place. I was one of maybe 10 people that were in there, including the employees. I was the only person that had a mask on. That's how we can tell if you've come off the freeway <laughs> to uh, right, get gas. Who's we, we know. Yeah, we know who the locals are and who, who the strangers are. Uh-oh. I'm sticking out like a sore thumb. But I guess that's 
I mean, people are mad about all of the overregulations that, but but because Chris, nobody's I listening haven't, to them. I haven't noticed any judging at all. There's really? No, okay. You know, okay. Yeah. There's no judging uh, that I've noticed. Because I got a head snap when I walked in with my with my mask on. There was one guy that gave me the head snap. Like, yep, he ain't from around here. St. Paul, okay. Chaska. <laughs> you know, we frequently get emails from Scott from Invergrove, who always signs off, never afraid, and always pushing back. Mm-hmm. And he has been uh, highly critical of liberties, real or perceived, that have been lost due to governmental intrusion on the COVID. He's, well, he says, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Since March, I have emailed you on numerous occasions regarding COVID-19, and my belief that the current approach to managing its spread is simply window dressing for the government's attempt at behavior modification. It is still my belief that without an effective vaccine, this virus will continue to spread freely with no regard for mandatory mask mandates, social distancing, and the belief that shuttering only certain businesses will make a difference. Hogwash. As luck would have it, I have managed to get COVID-19 virus, and I can tell everyone that it isn't pleasant, and if you can sidestep it, please do. To date, I'm displaying a fever, overwhelming fatigue, and gastrointestinal distress. What I have learned is that this particular virus sneaks up slowly as it started with a simple headache that was then replaced by the overwhelming fatigue and low-grade fever. <clears throat> Excuse me. I also know that it affects everyone differently as my wife feels fine but has no sense of smell or taste. One thing I did learn is that getting COVID-19 is a lesson, getting a test is a lesson in futility, noting that many testing centers are booked out until December and are by appointment only. It seems some folks, who I call meus, are obsessed with being tested daily to make sure they don't have it, even though they have no symptoms. These are the same people that cling to the government's every word. This, this explains why in Minnesota, over 3.1 million tests have only yielded 270,000, or a 4% positive test result, as far too many people are clogging testing centers, even though they feel fine. Not to mention the so-called free tests are being billed to insurance around 100 to 200 bucks a test, so it's a pretty good revenue producer for the test centers. I have decided to have one mailed to me, so I should get the results by next Monday, to which I say, what does it matter? I'm sick and there's not anything I can do about it except work on getting better. While I'm feeling like 10 miles of bad road at the moment, I still believe that all of these draconian measures are not doing a damn bit of good. We all need to be demanding our leaders explain why things only continue to worsen as they continue to implement behavioral controls. I was not reckless. I wore my mask indoors. I wasn't hanging around in crowded places. And to the best of my knowledge, I was never around anyone with symptoms. We all need to remember that all it takes is one micro droplet with enough virus to get into the respiratory system and the virus takes hold. Don't get me wrong, I want everyone to continue to live life fully and without fear, and that includes celebrating Thanksgiving with families. <clears throat> for those who are at higher risk, do what you need to do to stay safe and wait for a viable vaccine. As Minnesotans, however, we also need to start holding our leaders accountable for their third rail, do as I say, not as I do edicts, that haven't yielded anything but further social and economic chaos. Never afraid, and always pushing back, Scott from Invergrove. <coughs> oh boy! I think you're I think you're hitting the wrong mute. I think you're hitting the wrong mute I'm button. Geez. I'm going to pull him down. The mute button's the third one from the left, yeah. not the second one from. the I right. don't have one on this thing. 
We can tell. Yeah, apparently. I apologize. No, that's just what it is. But if I turn it off, then I can't hear what you guys are saying. That's true. I'll just try. Yeah, to we're just mocking you. It's, yeah. it's more than usual. Uh, is there a way to explore this? I'm not sure we ever have. Maybe it's a question for Mike Osterholm. To the best of my knowledge, has this country ever quarantined healthy people? Uh, I guess some have. In an, you mean you're talking about self isolation? Is that what you're talking about? No. Why weren't? This is just rhetorical. Why weren't better efforts made? on protecting the elderly while leaving healthy people alone hmm. or is that naive is that maybe that's just to say well with healthy people uh, going about their daily lives in a normal fashion it would just be inevitable that so many people would get the virus are you talking about early on <clears throat> yeah you, oh, yeah okay. yeah I thought they were protecting the elderly. They're not allowing, or they weren't allowing families in. Right, because they that homes, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. That's exactly what happened with my grandma. No one was allowed in, I believe, yeah. for the first three months. Is she still alive? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Is she out I've of got the an old codger place? in a home that I was dying to go see in uh, in March, and I got shut down, and I still haven't been able to go see him. Well. This Scott guy has written enough that I know him to be fit, and uh, I I doubt if he has underlying issues. He's never mentioned them. <clears throat> it just makes it seem like it's inevitable that we're all going to get it in one form or another. Well, and the thing is, this this week is good. I think is going to be pretty crucial, don't you? I mean, some people are going to decide not to travel and gather, and some are going to say, "I'm going to." Um, and I, I can tell you this: the CP is looking at this with some degree of relief. She doesn't want to work her hands to the bone to prepare a meal for 19 people. She's she's looking forward to a rather quiet, scaled down day. Hmm. I told but Mike you're still going to have you're still going to have some family over, right? Family that have been a, that are, we call it in our bubble since day one. Yeah, they they're over anyway. They're over all the time. Yeah, right. And walls be damned, they're not stopping either. <laughs> right. Well, and plus, in this, I, I told my kids, we'll just have a Zoom. We'll have a Zoom during Thanksgiving. Oh, we can have a Thanksgiving in June. I'll cook in June, but let's just not have that's it now. That's exactly so I what I said. Yep, I just exactly. said it's just going to yep. be us. Yep. Well, it's just going to be us, too, and uh, one couple with their three kids. But those three kids are, are under my hair every day. So since she's not going to cook, does that mean you're taking the reins? Well, Maybe some not? pepper steak? Uh, it's all going to be takeout. The whole thing. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, really mm -hmm. good idea. Mm -hmm. Good, a good way to support the uh, restaurant. And I have mm -hmm. an idea for you, Joe. Thirty hmm. Bales dot com. What? Mm -hmm. Come and tell mm -hmm. us some more. Go to their website. Reavers, Reavers, yes. Reavers, Reavers. Yes. The roommate is going there today because she said they brought back the subs again the big 10 subs are back that was a huge hit of course for all of us that got our stumble on at the u of m campus uh, you know in the late 90s and the early 2000s they are back all you have to do is go to their website and place your order they do offer delivery but keep this in mind we want to keep these guys up and running just pick it up They'll take it right out to your car, right in front of the building, or you can stop in too. 30bales.com. I'm getting the short rib pot pie again this week because we're going to do a little 
take out ourselves. But uh, yeah, well, don't forget about their corned beef sandwich with it. Is Ooh. pulled corned beef, oh, not sliced, is a big difference. Yeah. That's fantastic Ooh. at 30 minutes. <laughs> it's a scratch Midwest kitchen, and those guys have been loyal supporters of Garage Logic, and we're going to get them through this time of them just doing takeout. And it is available, by the way, seven days a week. I talked to Todd about that very thing uh, last week. So they are going to be operating seven days a week. Go to their website. And maybe if you want, if you're out of town, buy a gift card and give it to somebody here locally if you want to help support them that way. 30bales.com. Tell them you heard about it on GL. Joe, there you go. I, I took care of your plans right there. Boom. Break nice. it, Lenny. Take a break, Lenny. Okay, let's Who's do Lenny? that. Larry. Larry. John's dog, I thought. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Suchere. 50 years of service. Moon Motorsports has been serving the region since 1971 in Mon- Monticello family owned and operated for the entire run and they sell it's simple three-letter word they sell fun you've probably seen them on the south side of 94 as you flow through monticello if you've always been interested in owning a snowmobile or an atv side by side or a bike it's time to pull off the freeway take a poke around this giant cathedral of motorized fun you'll be blown away when you walk in you can also see them all at moonmotorsports.com now don't worry if you don't know everything there is to know or even what questions to ask the staff at moon motorsports they can take care of you they're going to get you informed and help you get set up with your dream machine they have more expertise and collective experience than any other shop around and luckily for us the largest inventory in the area. Nine brands. Are you ready? Write them down. Honda, Polaris, Yamaha, Can-Am, uh, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, and Skidoo. And you know what? They can also set you up with a Triton trailer to haul your new toys. That's 10 brands. And now's the perfect time to get a new bike from Moon with great manufacturer discounts. And now also, don't forget this, a great time for new tires with great savings on Michelin and Dunlop. And to sweeten the deal, you buy a tire before December 1st, they're going to pick up and deliver that bike. Check out the inventory, the deals, and see the entire shebang at moonmotorsports.com. That dream ride of yours, it's waiting for you. It's right on the showroom at Moon Motorsports in Monticello, moonmotorsports.com. Dear Mayor, I was wrong. You went back the other way. I thought you had come around, but now you're over the deep end. You let your liberties be second fiddle to an edict of the state in a world where the deep state can easily overstep their power and say it's for your own good, it should make you beware of what they are attempting. Governor Walls and other like-minded governors are testing how far they can push their power over your liberties. I am, for one, not willing to let government officials tell us where to go, who to see, and what to do. That is exactly what we fought for in 1776, and now we just roll over, you included. Count me out. Give me liberty or give me death. Felix from Manhattan. All right. What do you say to that? What do you- I, I said, all right. Okay. Got it. I got it. But, again, it's a global pandemic. It's, it's not a Minnesota pandemic. I know. And he's entitled to his, his opinion, but as Kenny said yesterday, and he, I pushed back a little bit, but I, I, I've seen the light now. We, we can't just sit back and do nothing. Because there's, so there's too many dummies odds. out there that don't think that this is real. That's the problem. Aren't you at odds at all with yourself, Chris? Every I know day. I am. Every day. 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Every I'm glad day, I'm not alone. No, and and again, it's because there there's just too many people out there that aren't taking this seriously. I saw it firsthand yeah. this weekend. Yeah, you know, and I heard it. It's a hoax. It's just a cold. No, no, it's, no, it's, no. It's, it's I, I have the I have the quote that turned me around oh. from a. Uh, medical professional right now we need more help she's addressing the governor the honor code system is killing us i thought that was a very telling quote that is a very good from uh, last week's strip i sense that the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings the more people are willing to adhere to the admonishments oh yeah yeah I, absolutely yep <clears throat> hail the flashlight king we're going to play an oompa quiz here hail you, hail you. Hell Please yeah. call me Phil from Punxsutawney as a much-needed business <laughs> license could be affected. I'm required to renew my craft credentials with both Minneapolis and St. Paul every year. I am sent my renewal uh, form via U.S. mail each October, and I return the forms along with checks shortly after I receive them. The Minneapolis website clearly states that the necessary card will be received within a week. So this is obviously something he has to register for to do his whatever he does for a living. His trade, yeah. St. Paul came in right on schedule. Minneapolis, on the other hand, remains missing. I checked with my bank and found that the city cashed my check four weeks ago. That prompted me to call the city and find the problem. Of course, instead of a, simply calling the department in question, all calls to the city go through their 311 call center, where you essentially leave a message with a live attendant and are then told to expect a call or email within 48 hours. I received a call about 46 and a half hours later and couldn't believe what I was told. I expected to hear that COVID was slowing all responses or that departmental cutbacks were happening now that the city has to pay for outside police help. No, that wasn't the case. What do you think they told this guy why he had yet to receive the card he paid for? It's not COVID, not, combat, not cutbacks in the department, not understaffing, not illness. Are they working on the 2040 plan fast and furious. <laughs> he was told it's going to shock us. I know that. It is. It's going to shock you. Um, it's global warming. No. Nope. Excessive vacation. Nope. Uh, people are taking leave. He was told that the department was out of envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> I would have sat here for 15 years and not right. guessed that one. Oh, wow. My it. contact then asked if she could email me the document, and she did. Out of envelopes. I bet Fry has never run out of envelopes. Wow. Heck, even I can get you some envelopes. The same department mailed notices to everyone just a month or so earlier and knew from experience that virtually all license holders would renew their credentials to be for, or be forced to quit working in Minneapolis. Instead of envelopes, we have a fully staffed 311 call center. I suspect that the wage of any of the I suspect that the wage of any of the staffers would more than pay for the envelopes in question for several years. But I forgot that paid staffers vote and envelopes do not, pushing back from Punxsutawney, signed Phil. My God in heaven. Unbelievable. The incompetence even extends to the idea that they can't keep envelopes on the shelf. Envelopes on the shelf. Wow. Isn't that something? I wish it was shocking. All I'm hearing is REM, man. End of the world, baby. Yeah. It's oh. the end of the world, and I'm not feeling fine. I don't feel fine. Yeah. By the way, Kenny mentioned global warming. Did you guys see the... Uh, 
the Star Tribune story over the weekend? Which one? <laughs> it was a tweet that was sent out. I think this was Saturday morning I saw it. I got to pull it up because it's just, it's it's so perfectly Star Tribune to, to post this story. Here we go. It's right here. All right. <clears throat> they claim, the Star Tribune saying, new research on the connection between climate change and winter drownings has found that reported drowning deaths are increasing exponentially in areas with warmer winter, winters, including the northern United States. Hmm. So they're huh? saying it's it's what? now climate change because the ice isn't thick enough. No, Star Tribune. It's because dum-dums are going on the ice when they know it's not safe. Fail. Fail. It's a real, it's a real easy way to avoid drowning in the winter. Right. Make sure the ice is thick. Don't go on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't practice broat safety. Broat safety. Stay with, the, stay with the broat. One more idea. I've never, I've never enjoyed driving on the ice. I, I, I'm uneasy. I don't like it either. I don't even like walking on it. <laughs> you guys. I don't mind walking. Shush you. What are you laughing at? Uh, I'm laughing at you. Yeah, I'm it's on the, the ice uh, and drink my fishing house that I'm going to cook cape bacon out a in trout. It. I'm one of those I'm one of those backwoods hillbillies that likes uh it's a point of pride to be the first one on the ice. Oh my god. No. You go into town and brag about it. No. No, I can't do it. Don't, aren't you nervous though? Well, aren't you nervous? I, I, I mean you might hit I've a got a I've got a chip, and I'm not talking driving. I've got a chipper. I'm walking out there, and I'm checking the, you know, okay. how thick it is. How would we get on this topic? Please. I brought up the Star Tribune story. Joe wouldn't do well at that ice fishing contest in uh, Brainerd, the one where all the cars and fish houses are on it, and it looks like you're just going to implode the ice because there's so much weight up there. Well, back when the Winter Carnival was a real thing, they had a magnificent uh, ice fishing contest on White Bear Lake. Yeah. Just packed. What's fun is when it gets down to around ten below, and you're sitting out there in the middle of the ice, in the oh. middle of the night, fishing, and the ice cracks, and it's so loud that it scares the bejeebers out of you. But then you see the crack go right through your hole yeah. in the ice. We'll not handle that well. <laughs> no, and can't. then the water starts seeping up on no. top of the ice. That's fun. No, yeah. we're no, not handling. Come on, I'm out. I got a great email from Chuck in Alabama. Mm. You discussed student loan forgiveness last Thursday, and I did not send this email because I assumed it would get buried with the good doctor coming in to visit about COVID on Friday (laughs) as you breathlessly promoted it for several days. Instead, we got fibula talk. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not remember that. It was mentioned that the new administration would push for the forgiveness of student loans under $10,000, which on the surface doesn't seem as expensive or troublesome as forgiving the loans of a snowflake who paid 50 k a year for five years to get a liberal arts degree in intercultural gender and ethnic anthropology studies. But I submit that this dollar amount is not by accident and lends itself to adding yet another block to the foundation of the mystery. As a mole in the failed academy for Gumption County over the last 16 years, I can attest that most of these forgiven loans will be to the benefit of students who never completed a degree and may never even have completed a year of college. These individuals were lured to college to play sports or were befriended by an admissions counselor who convinced them that despite a less than average high school academic record, this would be an excellent place for a fresh start. After one semester or even a year in school, they are unable to continue because they are on academic probation and no longer qualify for student aid. 
The team that recruited them no longer wants them, and the admissions department has moved on to the next crop of students who can continue to fund the ever-expansive budgets of the institution. This student is left with student loans that got them nothing and have no prospect of paying it back. They are destined to default. The mystery has benefited in two major avenues if a student loan forgiveness is achieved. First, the institution deposited that federal loan initiated by the student that will never finish and can use the money to advance their research agendas and continue to pay their professors who will gladly promote ideas and philosophies that garage logicians simply cannot understand or abide. Secondly, when the new presidential administration becomes the savior of those people who never belonged in college in the first place and had no intention of repayment, the mystery creeps even closer. People who have their personal responsibility superseded and literally do not have to pay the price for bad decisions generally do not become moral and ethical champions of society. At least not the champions that residents of Garage Logic are seeking. Images of the woman who thought her mortgage would be paid for her when Obama was elected ring in my mind, except this is real. In case you do not believe this is a significant number of people, keep in mind that 40% of all students who start college do not finish and nearly 100% of those students who do not finish hold some type of federal student loan. These are the targets of the program, not doctors and lawyers and engineers and podcasters. This is the fertile ground for those intending to advance the mystery. I often think about how much less of a man I would be if I never had to pay for my bad decisions. I have become a leader for my family and in my community, in part because of the time I spent working my ass off to overcome the decisions that did not work out the way I had hoped. Call it the wax hands effect. <laughs> Chuck from Al- Chuck from Alabama. I think that's uh, very prescient of him. A very cogent, very cogent reminder of what we all face. Mm-hmm. And uh, if Uncle Joe is going to start paying people for their loans, I want my money. Yep. I didn't take out any loans. Oh, too bad. Well, I'll you, send you. Your fiduciary, your fiduciary responsibility uh, was uh, being re- fiduciary responsibly, whatever the big stupid words you use. Peggy Joseph took her daughter out of school early Wednesday for this. Her emotions ran high following Obama's speech. It was the most memorable time of my life. I, I, it was a touching moment because. I never thought this day would ever happen. I won't have to worry about putting gas in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me. How do you do? How do you do? Boy, I'd like right. to talk to her today. How do you do for you? Wow. Uh, you a little disappointed? The delusion, though. that And she's not alone. I mean, mm-hmm. how many millions of people agree with her line of thinking? Thought they were going to have their cell phones This is going to be great. Off. All right. You know what all can lead back to? What? The word risk. Yeah. We're taking risk out of the uh, equation of life. We're taking risk out of the equation. And too many people who listen to WAP will be accepting of that. They'll, they'll be expecting of the government to remove all roadblocks from their way, all risk. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it in many different forms. The forgiveness of student loans would be an incredible example. It would do nothing to help the economy, by the way. No. No. I hope you've gotten a hold of Spencer Grunhofer because you've got, uh, what, 72 hours before the bird gets served on Thanksgiving? Yeah, let's do this. They have the 
free-range fresh turkeys for $2.99 a pound, but there is a turkey warning. You've got to call now and get in your order. 651-426-2800. That gets you to the city desk at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. And that free-range fresh turkey will be the best turkey you've ever had in your life. And then once you're there, I can't help you. Uh, right. You're you know, on your own. You're on your own. I don't know how many meatloaves you'll leave with, or bacon, or ham, or tomahawk steaks, or brats. You know, there's only 130 flavors of brats, so I don't. I can't help you. You know, I'll be getting through this you. week with the you know the Thanksgiving feast and whatnot. But I did gift one of my meatloafs in the freezer to my brother-in-law over the weekend. So I'm done, and I might have one tonight watching the football game. Mm-hmm. Hold yourself. We're getting a little close to hey, having to make a run again. Don't forget about this too with those. Uh, brat flavors. A great hors d'oeuvre is to cook the brats, slice them up, and bring out the toothpicks. Let people mm-hmm. have, have your own, you know, contest to see what you like the most. You're doing it all wrong, guys. If you're not doing it that way. Okay, Rachel, that would be just you great. Have no control over yourself. You're doing it all wrong do you? if you don't do it you my way. You just cannot control yourself. Right. That's right. Well, we did that with Grunhofer's brats at a neighborhood gathering. Back when we were allowed to? Yeah, Yeah, dusted them. I chopped them all off and then put the flavor by each one, and people were having an informal polling of what they liked best from the Grunhofer's brats. Yeah, you're doing it That's brilliant, actually. There were no clinkers. There were no clinkers, believe me. Uh, But, Reavers, you owe the public and the citizens of Gumption County and all of Garage Logic an obligation to inform us when you're heading to Grunhofer's because that will constitute a meatloaf warning. Right. Just as right now, there's a turkey warning. Mm-hmm. So I hope you're successful, GLers, getting through to Grunhofer's and getting a, a turkey order in. 651-426-2800. That's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Yep. Gabe, okay, do it. You make Rookie look good. Thank you. It's the end of the world what? as we know it, and he that feels fine. Joe Sucheret, Chris. <laughs> go, rookie, go. If you want a compliment, I will give you a compliment, Kenny. You're a smart okay. guy. And well, I know that you, uh, if you're going to build yeah. out something on the barn, or you're going to add something on that uh, pole barn, maybe up at the, uh, up at the shop. Uh, shop. It's called the hog house, yeah. and I'm turning it into a shop. Maybe you need to go from fuses to an upgrade and get some circuit. It's, yeah, you okay? It's amazing. That's amazing. I already have 200 amp service to the building, but I don't have any of the wiring done inside. I could use them right now today. Well, then you're talking LiveWireSolarMN.com. Don't be fooled by the name. Yes, they do solar, but Troy and Tim are the official electrical contractors of Garage Logic. They can save you money on your electric bill with solar. You've heard me tell you all about that. But more importantly, if you're doing any commercial tenant build-out, call LiveWire. They specialize in all kinds of businesses doing build-outs, remodels, or maybe it's simple. Maybe you just want to upgrade your panel or add circus. Live circuits, live wire can help. They are no circus, but they work with circuits. They can help you in your home with traditional electrical work, including replacing and upgrading those circuit breakers. Don't do it yourself. Adding outlets, installing car chargers for the euphorians that have electric cars or maybe a cool Tesla, and also backup generators. The bottom line, you need electrical work done, it's Troy and Tim at Live wire the official electrical contractors of garage logic they're glers and they will take care of all of your electric needs it is livewiresolarmn.com 
LiveWireSolarMN.com. Don't be called Sparky. Call Troy and Tim. They're snarky. Matthew, I could keep them busy for six months. Seriously, I've got so much work for them. They're ready for you. Alex from Adamidae writes, sound the trumpets. This is unbelievable. I'm going to give you a ray of hope here. The city of St. Paul is disenfranchising bicyclists for the promotion of Jesus. How did this ever get approved? Please do not let the ACLU know. The bike lanes going both south and north on John Ireland Boulevard in front of the cathedral will be closed so cars can park and watch a 12-minute light loop that will be, uh, 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 what's the word I want? Presented, uh, put up, showed. Put up on the, on the cathedral. Got it. Christmas light show. Or to project, to be projected Projected. on the cathedral. Yeah. Isn't that something? Wow. Uh, What a very hip uh, song are they playing that's very popular with the uh, American Music Awards. Anything? Are they going traditional or are they going new age? uh, No, we don't know yet. Jeez, I'm inundated with Ray of Hopes on this Thanksgiving week. Well, good. This is Thanksgiving week. Today's Ray of Hopes. He mowed 50 lawns for free, and for his efforts, he was honored with some sweet new tools yesterday. Last month, Ty Kwan, a 14-year-old from Brooklyn Center, mowed 50 lawns as part of the 50-yard challenge. The challenge was created by a man who went viral for mowing lawns for veterans in all 50 states. Because he completed the challenge Sunday, he met Rodney Smith Jr., the man who started it all. I don't know why we're getting... We're not getting Taekwon's last name. As recognition for his hard work, Smith gifted Taekwon a new mower, weed whacker, and leaf blower. I feel I've accomplished the world, he said. I feel like I've honored many, many people by helping them, so I'm proud of myself, and many other people are proud of me. Taekwon says winters won't slow him down. He has a new snowblower this year and said he's excited to get out and clear sidewalks for neighbors in need. Good for him. The kid mowed the lawns of 50 veterans. Here, here. Here's today's Ray of now I got to take you back down to reality. You yep. also need to move your mic away from your face Let's a little bit. Let's dial her back just one or two levels. Okay. Here How's we that? go. That's How's that? That's Sounds great. Better. Sounds great. Did you read in today's Star Tribune that there's a group of teenagers who are pitching the idea to the uh, Metropolitan Council to allow pets on light rail? Oh my God! It's, it's uh, the dumbest thing you'll ever be able to do. Well, apparently, you can already bring a small pet if it's in a cage. But these are uh, kids who want, you know, to bring on the big family lab. Uh, and I guess uh, one of the reasons is there's a, a, a low-cost uh, veterinary service mm-hmm. on the green line. And so the kids want to be able to take their dog. I, uh, I think it's going to be just per- – I don't see what could go wrong. I, I already got, I got news for, uh, for that club that would like to start that campaign. That mm-hmm. thing already smells like urine and feces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's without pets on it. Plus, that, a pit bull that's foaming at the mouth going to the doctor. Uh, do you really want to see that in the second car? <laughs> I, I I don't see what could go wrong. No. You bring a couple of bulldogs on there, and no. a mastiff, and a Great Dane, and wow. you know, the next thing you know, it's going to be a Shetland pony because that's my service animal. It, it a Shetland right. pony, right. yeah. Yeah, Shetland pony. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shetland, Shetland, Shetland pony, Shetland. Shetland pony. It's like Mr. Chitlin. That thing has just become a complete and total disaster. And it was, you bleep know, we show. talked to, to Jesse about show. it last week. It was built with good intentions. It could have been very useful, but it, it, yeah, it's a disaster. Because the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, 
the more you find a decline in moral, ethical behavior, and the more you decline, uh, see a decline in the will of decent, competent political leadership. Hmm. Yep. So now it's going to be a, it's going to be like a circus train. <laughs> Probably have chimps on there and giraffes and a whole elephant. Car number four, it's bear. <laughs> this is my service bear. Yeah, but geez, I don't see that as a way to increase ridership. Do you? No. And no. would you have to buy a ticket? You know, because I know all the people that ride the light rail, they all buy their tickets. Do you have to buy a ticket for Fluffy? I don't think so. Well, this is a, this is advanced by a, a group of uh, presumably low income kids. Uh, so a they they don't pay anyway because nobody pays to ride the damn thing, and b they're not, certainly not going to pay for the dog to have a ticket. Wow. So I, I would say this will happen. I would say this will happen. There'll another be one more one more reason not to get on the damn thing. Another feather in its cap, huh? Mm-hmm. Is Patrick Ricey in the building? You know, he was uh, recording something with our guy Judd earlier, so he said that uh, he would like to make his weekly appearance today. I think that would be great because I think he's going. I think he's going to his estate. That might be. Yeah, yeah. that might be. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I can't read your lips. Is, is there no MNST, Greg? No, 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 not today. No, we can't. Well, why don't we? Oh, that's uh, too bad. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we uh, take a brief time out for water yeah. and uh, get Patrick? I yeah. will, but first, you were Rook and I were talking about how this is Rook and make I the perfect Manhattan. So barrel strength, old fashioned Harmony Spirits whiskey. Okay, bourbon. Excuse me. Bur- and I, I know people get mad when I call it bourbon whiskey, but it's all good. Deal harmony. with it. Uh, I made a killer Bloody Mary this weekend. Okay, they good vodka. They their, their vodka is great for yes, Bloody Marys. Yes, yes. Uh, so there there's your uh, there's your tip for the day. Also, you know who makes really good uh, inexpensive Bloody Mary mix? The V8 Bloody Mary mix is very very good. V8 Bloody Mary it, mix. You buy it's right next to the uh, the tomato juice at okay, the grocery I gotcha. store. Anyway, uh, if you're unfamiliar, get yourself familiar with Harmony Spirits. At Harmony Spirits on Twitter is their website. Also, don't forget to sign up for their monthly newsletter. Here's what they do. They select one random person that subscribes to that newsletter, and they gift them a bottle of Harmony Spirits for free. I haven't been chosen yet. It's wonderful. I believe GLer Dave was last month's winner. Uh, I think he also went with the vodka, but they have the rum, the whiskey, the bourbon. Uh, the gin, by the way, is also very yes. good. Hit up their website, HarmonySpirits.net. Check out the hours of that. T- well, I guess their tasting room isn't going to be open for a while. Uh, but okay. also, go to your local liquor store. Ask for Harmony Spirits by name. I was in Total Wine in Chanhassen just the other day. Asked for the Harmony Spirits rum for my guy, Such, And she said, well, oddly enough, someone else came in here asking for Harmony Spirits. And I had never heard of them until now. So go to your local liquor store. Ask for yes. Harmony Spirits That's by key. name. That's key. That is absolutely key. G, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> the Canopy Group is an independent insurance agency that offers 16 carefully selected companies for your home and auto insurance needs. 16, not just one. Why is that important? Well, good question. Here's a little holiday comparison. Would you be satisfied if the only dessert you could have this holiday season was a fruitcake? That would be like having one agent representing one company. Meanwhile, your neighbor's got 16, 17 desserts over there to choose from because uh, he's got a little group going. 
going there. Well, at the Canopy Group, it's all about options. It's all about having 16 or 17 different choices. That's why our insurance agency offers 16 companies. In addition, we have 30 licensed, well, elves, I guess, working behind the scenes to assure you always have the best coverage at the best price. Remember, our clients' average savings is over $800 annually. So this holiday season, why are you stuck with the fruitcake? Get options with the Canopy Group. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389. Yesterday, don't you? A woo woo woo. That was a woo woo woo. <laughs> that was a woo woo woo. <laughs> I was missing Augie yesterday. I would yeah. have been. I would have picked up my phone, and all I would have heard was yeah. How red was Zimmer's rear end oh, after that oh, game it yesterday? Was great. I think Chris Thomason, the beat writer for the Pioneer Press for the Vikings is one of my favorite sports writers. I don't even know him, but he's one of my favorites because he starts asking a question and Zim immediately gets the red ass. He doesn't even know what the question is because he won't back down. He won't back down and Zim, and Zim, you know, what is he, 63, 4 now? Something mm-hmm. like that. He still pouts. He still, he still pouts like a six-year-old, right? Mm-hmm. And he was pouting. And I think right off the bat, Thomason said, how'd that tight end get so wide open on that <laughs> touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> and I said this on Twitter, Joe, but you remember it well. Who was the first Viking reporter that drove Bud and Sid crazy? Charlie McKenna. Charlie McKenna. Mm -hmm. He is the modern-day Charlie McKenna. Except when Charlie started, Bud had had a free ride for however long. Charlie had to be, what, 78, 9, something like that? Right in there. Right in there. And they were just when they started going downhill. Because, yep. you know, 78, okay. they went to the 77, they went to the, they won the Mud Bowl, and they started slipping. You know, Bud, uh, whatchamacallit, friends last year was 78, they went downhill. I had and, him in 78, so McKenna had to be 79, 80, maybe. 80, yeah. But he was like a. He was a mean kid. Yeah, he was just kind of a didn't jerk. Give a, didn't give a damn guy. Right. And I think, like the rest of us, it kind of it kind of inflamed him to keep agitating Bud because of how much it agitated Sid. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? you know? Sid had lost his power. I mean, he hadn't lost his power completely, as you found out. But he'd lost his power to get rid of Boy, people. Boy, did I find out. <laughs> yeah. But he'd lost his power to get rid of people on the beats and stuff like that. And Charlie, mm-hmm. Charlie used to dr- – Bud had, you know – Bud would cringe, but he wouldn't get like Zim. But Sid would start yelling at him after he asked a question, you know. And and and, and, and Thomason is the modern day version of, but not a. McKenna was kind of mean. He was kind of mean, but Thomason isn't mean. But he wants to know what the answer is, right. you know. Oh. And and if and if Zim doesn't answer it the first time, he'll ask it a different way the second time, you know. So uh, you know what I'd say about uh, Kirk well, Cousins? Yeah, he's pretty good until he isn't. 
yeah. Right? I mean, I'll figure that one out. He's pretty good until he isn't. Hmm. Well, the funny thing yesterday is he's pretty good early. Yeah. And uh, usually he's pretty good late. But, uh, you know, they were, hell, he, you know, he had a wonderful day statistical-wise. But then they go two, three and outs when they got a chance to win the game. So. Yeah. But I found out that one way to uh, agitate people on Twitter is to say, boy, this isn't Kirk's fault. He's really playing good. Oh, here. they since, come after you. Since yeah. the little hiccup he had against the Falcons in the first half when he threw interception, three interceptions. I think they, that, they blew their chance, don't you think? No, God, no. No, they, they, I think you can still get the – I think nine will get you in the – You think so? NFC playoffs. Look at the NFC. Yeah. Their standings are terrible. That's true. The, you know what Dallas was inspired, though, by Joe? Hmm. You know, sir, they're two and seven, but they're saying, "Man, if we can figure out a way to get to seven and nine, we can win this division." You know, <laughs> we got if we can just. Philly is know, leading at three, six, six and, and one. one. Well, no, yes. everyone in the division has won three times. Yes, right. yes, yeah. right. After nine games or yeah. ten, nine or ten games, it's brutal. It's and they've. You look over in the other conference and they'd have no chance, but in this conference they do. Well, it's Pittsburgh and Kansas City, you know. That's those are the two best teams in football. Did you see your guy last night? Yes, I did. <laughs> you know what? You give him two and a half minutes, you lost. Mm-hmm. His problem again last night, scored too soon. Sco- scored too quick. <laughs> yep. Man, you know what I loved? My favorite moment of that game was Big old Andy sitting over there behind his face shield, and Kelsey comes over and gives him the little back rub, like, way to go, you chubby, wily old SOB, you know, yep, gave him that yep. little back rub on the on the back, and uh, it was like, you know, that's the relationship you should have with a coach, right? That, yeah. Yes. You know, that it's... it's Way to go, buddy. You did it again, Andy. Yeah. Well, plus, you feel good for a guy like Reed after, you know, how many heartbreaks he had yeah. in Philadelphia. Well, plus, he had the thing with his sons. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, I forgot you know, about that. Yeah. Bad, but, oh, yeah, but he's a crafty old guy. I mean, he's he's now got the best road record in NFL history or some damn thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Although, road games today and that. You're going to be in Vegas, though, next year if they open her up, aren't you? Even I got, if the Bills aren't there? Yeah, I missed my shot there. to watch the Bills out there this year, but yeah, that that would be a fun place to watch a ball game. It, uh, yeah, it is kind of sad that they have not had the uh, opportunity to have fans out there. So I got a the great John Hankinson died, uh, mm-hmm. as you saw, Joe. The, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a gopher quarterback, 64-65. The first one, Murray actually allowed to throw forward passes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and of course, the father of the, the three hockey-playing boys, Peter, Peter, Ben, and, uh, and uh, Casey. And uh, it, was, uh, it was quite a combination uh, of, of the kids there. And Bonnie... The mother is a cheerleader that he met. She was a Viking cheerleader when he was a ball boy and I think a senior in high school or mm-hmm. fresh. They met as freshmen at the U and and uh, she is a pistol. I'll tell you that. The, one of the first times I, I saw her, I met her and really talked to her. She grabbed me by the shirt and says, you better start writing better stuff about hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> but she's just a petite, you know, blonde gal and, uh, and John. But, uh, the other guy who died was the great Eddie Mandreville, mm-hmm. the golf pioneer, black guy, uh, and Eddie played every day, and he never swung a club for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every time he swung a club, it, there was a bet on it. 
Right. And (laughs) one of his big buddies was Harvey Borseth, who was a great player. But he and Harvey would play as partners. But when they played as partners, they also were playing against each other. There was always there was always a bet going on each other, and when and when he was on the putting green at Worth, there were bets. They called it the uh, Worth Putting Association, and you know, it wasn't you weren't out there practicing your putts. You were playing for money before you got to the first tee. Was he a Hiawatha guy too? Uh, no, he didn't play over there too much. They ended up at Rush Creek uh, for a long time and uh, at, at the end. And, and there was a lot of games out there in the morning with really good players and Harvey, mm-hmm. and, Harvey and Eddie. But I, I was trying to figure out how Eddie got to play all the time, you know, because, I mean, he, he lived over on the north side, but comfortably. And, and it turned out, Rook, best job in the world. City inspector. Oh, Oh, boy. City inspector. On your own time, doing what you want. In other words, he was a golfer. Yeah, yes, right. I loved him right up until you said that. City inspector. No, No, but these are the city inspectors from the. Kenny, these aren't the modern guys who actually are pains in the ass, you know? These are guys that are, these hey, are the if guys. you look at step 13, I know it's a little unlevel, but there's an envelope right yeah. next to it explaining why. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you get a pass. Yes. And they, they, they were working... With construction company, you know they yeah, would, right. you know they, yes. the developer would have to explain the problems to them before they went out and looked at the There's place. There's an envelope that explains Eddie, everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying Eddie would have been involved in such not. hijinks, nor our friend Lauren. Right, Lauren Conan, right, our guy. <laughs> the fact Lauren had several mansions had nothing to do with with full of old uh, resurfaced or redone cars. You know what? Even though I don't know how to screw in a light bulb i could have been a city inspector oh hell yes <laughs> you know? hey uh, looks yes. good let's take a ride yeah, take right. a ride that'll buff right out that's, that's, you know how to count don't you <laughs> yes that's right eddie was a city inspector for about 20 years and then i guess he didn't have to work too hard he said, was from what i heard afterwards but city you know i was talking to one of his buddies uh, you know another white guy who's uh was lived down there by Worth and he'd, he'd be, he was part of the Worth Putting Association and he was laughing yesterday he said I said so what do you do after a city inspector he said yeah a little of this and that <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty much set you're good to go yeah. um, you, uh, you can get your golf rounds played then. are you going to your state this week no I oh, decided not. not to All I right. decided not here's the best line though I found a column I wrote on 2001 Harvey his buddy Harvey had to go to the long putter because he got the yips, you know. But, mm-hmm. but Eddie said every time he took it out, he'd turn beet red. He was so embarrassed. I'm too young to be using this damn thing. <laughs> he'd take it out of the bag and he'd blush. <laughs> what kind of player was he? Was he a scratch? Oh, great player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eleven holes in one, including two in the same round. Wow. He had his, what? He had his last wow. hole in one at age 85. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He ended up in a in a assisted living facility here the last couple of years but he played till he was 86 or something like Jeez. that oh. could really play too and uh 
you know, he said he played golf in the in Minneapolis for 50 years and never had a racial slur cast at him. He said <laughs> he said when you're a good player and they know you can win some money as your partner, oh, nice to hello, Harvey. <laughs> yeah, he hell said, yes. He said Harvey was the he said Harvey was the most colorblind human being he ever ran across in his oh. life. So <laughs> anyway, I was, anyway, I was thinking about you, Patrick, yesterday. Um, speaking of city inspectors, yesterday uh, we were redoing a a bathroom and the girls yeah. tiled in and grouted in the floor to put girls? up wallpaper. What, what crew were they from? Uh, my, yeah, the <laughs> the wallpaper ladies of uh, South Saint Paul. <laughs> it was my it was McLaren and and, uh, and Mick and they did that. They did the wallpaper. I installed huh? the toilet. Okay. And then when I had to put the toilet seat on, I came to a <laughs> I had an awakening. Am I capable of doing this, or do I need to call a toilet seat guy? So I'm proud to say I did it, and no leaks. But I was I was willing to... Uh, I would still be laying on the floor <laughs> in, in the estate yeah. in Florida trying to tighten that damn toilet seat. Uh, I would have had to call the fire department to get dragged out from underneath Rook, it. what you should have done was take a picture of the toilet seat without the lid and send it to Royce saying, is this can good? you head over? Is this yeah. good enough? Yeah. <laughs> can you head over quick and finish this job? I, You know, I blame my old man. He just never thought it was worth it. Just have a guy to, put to have my, a toilet seat. No, right. to put up with my protest. <laughs> he just never thought it was worth. My brother could do stuff, you know. My son Jim could do stuff because of his maternal grandfather. The old man just never thought it was worth it to let me do anything. And pretty soon I was, you know, Did you ever, forty years old and couldn't change a toilet seat. You know? It'd be fun to watch Patrick work around a wax uh, ring. That wax ring you put oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be, the girls were repulsed I bet by you that. don't even know what a wax ring is, do oh, you, Pat? Well, you got to have something down there, I know. To, <laughs> right, there you go. It's kind so, of a seal or something. It's a washer-type deal. Like a gasket. There you go. A washer-type deal. I will say the girls are pretty grossed out by the new one. I'm like, this is new. It's not. You can touch this. It hasn't been, nothing's been done yet. Yeah. It's the old one that's icky. Yeah, all right. And then Gabe rapping on the door. I'm going to have to break this thing in pretty good soon. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Can you pick up the base? <laughs> i got to go now. You know who would be a good city inspector? Gabe. Oh, yeah. He, would, oh, yeah. he could do that. He would, and I think he would look at step 13 and say, I, eh, okay. I was telling somebody the other day. I think it's, it's still a little wobbly. It's still a little wobbly. I don't know why it came up, but this, the a hoverboard came up in conversation, so I told the story about how he made a purchase from for himself <laughs> using mom and dad's credit card. That's they, one of my know, favorite stories. Did the hoverboard break into flames he or didn't, something? He didn't admit guilt. He said... I may have. Right. It was like, it was like Iran Contra. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if I said that or not. But. I didn't say you were one. Right. Holly yes. <laughs> North. Oh, speaking of that, Joe, you need to tell Patrick about your idea, your Hallmark Channel idea. Oh, yes. Well, you and I got to write a movie, Pat. Uh, okay. It was discovered last week that Joe likes Hallmark no, movies. No, no, that's not it. Yeah, he's been, been watching. watching Hallmark no. movies, right? See? <laughs> well, Pat, it's Pat, it's Pat, these are Pat. tough times. Pat, that's not what I've been doing. <laughs> I've I've checked in on him enough to know that you and I could whip one of those out in about 30 minutes. Okay. And it would be hilarious. In fact, Fratelloni had the best idea for the uh, for the title. <laughs> the, the title of the movie would be 
Uh, I didn't say you were one. (laughs) But, Pat, you're going to be the father of of one of the principals. You'll be the father of either the male lead or the female lead. Uh And uh, I just think that we could have a lot of fun writing one of these things. Take us about 10 minutes. Uh, But you'd have to watch one first to see what I'm talking about. You know what you have to watch these days if you go to look at a movie because the descriptions aren't like Netflix or something? You flip it on and you say, I don't know here. After about 10, 15 minutes, you find out it's one of these religious ones mm-hmm. where they're giving oh. you the where they're giving you that that little religious twist at the end that saves it. I don't. I'm not paying for that. Come on. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't waste ten minutes of my life to listen to that crap. Do you know what you don't so, have in those movies? The zh part. Remember yeah. when Pat was like, "Does it have any?" <laughs> parts with the remote that you, you want to get too quick. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but, oh, uh, boy, I think I've seen damn near everything there is. I got a couple of good Argentinians movies for you. That's not my cup of tea. Uh, Perdita, they got swords in them, don't they? No, no, no. These are modern times. <laughs> you don't like swords. Robin Hood. I don't lie. I'm not a big action movie guy. You know that. No. I don't like sword movies. <laughs> no. no. Sword. Sword movies. I uh, was watching... Uh, she wore a yellow ribbon last night. Oh, love that movie, Royce. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, John, hey, Kenny, yeah. John Ford kind of has about an hour and ten minute movie. So he yeah. stretches it out for like another 30 minutes by having them ride across the prairie playing the music in the background, you know. Right. They're just right. riding in a straight line, and then they, they show them leaving, and then... They stop and, and look, riding and then some they more. ride a little yeah. more. Ride Come on, more. John. Let's get to the uh, combat with the tribesmen here pretty soon. We, we don't need to be stopping We need here. eight minutes of film. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, they just go oh, big John. Is, uh, I didn't make it to the end this time, but I still got it. So I'm gonna. I, that's, that's one of those TCM movies. I'm here, it. and I should watch something called The Queen's Gambit. Have you oh, seen that? Oh, it's pretty that? good. Yeah, I haven't bad. seen that. It's, that's not The Crown, in other words. It's different no, to it's The Crown. No, it's about chess. A young ah. chess phenomenon. Oh, I've uh, the folks I work with in the morning swear by this. They say it's one of the best they've ever seen. Mm. And this gal uh, with the big eyes is a wonderful, wonderful actor. Mm-hmm. They also, I don't know who's in it. They also tried to put me on Emily in Paris, and that lasted about ten minutes. So, <laughs> gals not, in my house are watching that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, not that I'm against uh, the. Your odd romantic comedy, if it's particularly slapstick, but uh, not this one. No, no, I didn't. I didn't like Emily in Paris. Sorry, but I've tried damn near everything. I'll tell you that. You're well, my morning friends also yeah. like. Uh, they also like Bridget Jones. So, uh, and of course, I part company with them there. Well, the the first Bridget Jones was watchable, and then the we didn't really wow. need two sequels. <laughs> Wow, even you say the first one is good. Wow. I didn't say it's good. I said it was He said watchable. 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 Desperate. I'm very desperate tonight. All right. (laughs) All right. Snow tomorrow, boys. That's uh, what I'm hearing. Honeymoon's over. Yes, it is. All right. All right. Uh, Boys. Yes. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah, you too. I'm going to miss Turkey of the Year. I am going to miss Turkey. We've got to say that. It has been retired. Uh, Do you want to come back and wrap it up, or do you want to wrap it up right now? Well, we can, but how about I tell all of you fine folks about Chill Boys, Joe Souchere. Chillboys.com are the most comfortable under... Pat, we got to get you switched over to some Chill Boys. What is it? 
uh, the most comfortable underwear you'll ever own, oh, Patrick right. James Stephen Royce. Go online to chillboys.com. They have the fat ass variety. Yeah, they do have yes. that. Yes, they, they have large. <laughs> that, they call that their big nut. Yeah. They call that their big neck trowel. Yes, they do. Go online. You can see their entire line of performance boxers, bamboo boxers, the bamboo boxer briefs, which I'm a huge fan of, T-shirts, sunglasses, so much more. Uh, thank you to uh, the GLers, that, by the way, that tweeted me over the I'm trying to search for the tweet that I had over the and weekend. They're also working on their berry models. Yes. So we'll see. It's not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Fast and free shipping on all orders over $40 in the entire United States, by the way. Thank you to all you dealers that have made the switch. Cheers. It's not perfect. quite enough in material out there for the Barry model. It is perfect for that gift-giving season. No <laughs> oh, my God. All right, chillboys.com. Please place your order. Let them know you heard about it on GL. Joey, you got anything else to say? Not really. Okay. We're going to uh, we're going to be here uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. Yep. Uh, in fact, the uh, the whole gang. Well, Rook Rook yeah. will be here Wednesday. The whole gang will be here Wednesday. Be here Wednesday. And by the yeah. way, uh, I took you off the hook from you screwing up Mike Olsterholm's appearance by. Um, Posting the wrong show uh, yeah, Friday afternoon, so emails. I apologize to all you dealers. You, you know, took some heat for that, my friend. You know a lot of people are listening when you post the show, run to the bathroom, and come back to about 5,000 messages. It's nice to be loved. Yes, it is. Rook, so what do you I got over there? I will mention this. Brad Loney's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. If you are doing a toilet project and you have to have the water hookup, um, when you go that first time, bring the old ones so they match up perfectly, so you don't yeah. have a different yeah. larger male female. So it was a couple yeah. of trips yesterday at the hardware store, but uh, Pod MN on your smartphone for podcasts in Minnesota and PodMN.com. We'll be back for more Thanksgiving Party Week. Suckers! Yeah. <laughs>